Welcome to another episode of No Cap with the Boys. How are we, boys? Right, Ben. It's happening. Not much. Not much at all. Just here on Zoom and doing lockdown the right way. Quiet week? Oh, absolutely very quiet. Yeah, sure. Um, this podcast sponsored by Body Envy Massage. There's a Supremo right there. Sydney's number one mobile massage service. Uh, Jacob, what's going on, man? Hi, boys. Good to be back. Yeah. Nah, just a quiet week in footy again, eh? Yeah, quiet. <laughs> you know what? Like, it hasn't been on the field when, in terms of a footy. It hasn't been that controversial. But after that weekend, yeah, there's a lot of a lot to come out of it. Straight away, the high tackles, uh, the shoulder charges, that issue. Nathan Cleary getting off. You reckon he, he deserved to get off or was there a bit of uh, politics behind the scenes to get him off? I, I don't think he, he was... Show, he, like, he didn't have any sort of force. I think it's just the way he positioned his body. If anything, he probably got hurt more than the attacker did. But, you know, like, people look at that and they're just like, where's the consistency? So, it is very confusing. It's very confusing. I understand that, but... I mean, if you go and by the letter of the law, a lot of a lot of players would be be hard done by right now. Saying that, I mean, it's yeah. probably the right call, yeah. but if you go and by the rules, it is a shoulder charge. It is an offence. It should have been charged at least a week or something. How much did he get? Nothing. He got off. He didn't. How about a fine? Did he get a fine at all? Or scot free? You know, he's off. Okay, then he probably should have copped a just a little fine. Because you compare it to Radley. And and Radley, how many weeks did he get? Four. Jesus. No, five, 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 five. For what? Recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against the Broncos? Yeah, yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's out until, for, the, for the rest of the year, like, as in regular season. That's, that's rubbish, honestly. Just because of his yeah. reputation. That, that, that's just based off his reputation. That's got nothing to do with the actual tackle. Exactly, and that's like Jack Hetherington. 100%. 100%. It's a shame too because the people that are in the judiciary are three ex, you know, NRL players and that, that weren't playing that long ago. So you imagine they'd have a bit of an understanding on, you know, what, what goes through the players' heads and, and all the rest of it. So. Why? Who's a judiciary panel? No, oh, there's three ex NRL players. I know one of them is Ben Cray. I'm not too sure exactly who the other two are, but I can find out for is you. Is the other one Willie Mason or no? Definitely not. Luke Patton? I think, oh, so it's Ben Cray, Tony Pulitore and Dallas Johnson. Very tough men. And they should start letting everyone off. You know, they, they weren't the softest hitters back in the day. Shit go because Radley is obviously one of the keys to the Roosters' uh, finals charge. That's going to be a big hit for them in the run home and potentially to their top four hopes. What about Paraben? We've been banging on about him every single week. We expected. Do you, you really know, want to? Ba- do you really want to bang on about him? Totally I mean, easily? I mean, what? We can't ignore it. I mean, honestly, can we ignore it, Ben? Oh, we shouldn't. I mean, you thought we'd seen the worst of Parramatta. It went to another level on the weekend. I mean, you know, they've been accused of not even trying anymore. They gave up as a team. Um, they're yeah, copying labels that. right, left, and centre from everywhere, from the media, from the fans, and rightly so. They've been piss poor, man. And, and that was a just... I expected a reaction. I mean, I think we all expected a reaction. Maybe not the win, but something. And, man, Manly just pulled them to the sword. It just shows you that, that gap between those two teams. 
you think you've seen the worst. Who knows this week, honestly? Yeah. Yeah, like, if they lose this week, then a lot of question marks start being raised. Like, you can argue that the teams they lost to were, you know, top side. But if everyone's expecting it to sort of bounce back this week, and then, because if they lose this week, then they go into Melbourne, then Penrith. It's like, good luck. Oh, it's over. Yeah, and if they lose to... Yeah. Like, for me, it's over already. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. done with them, I'll be honest with you. But it's more sort of for pride or, you know... Come on, Dry, don't be like that. We know that you love them. <laughs> oh, Ben, you're the biggest supporter. Well, you're supporter, Ben. Huh? Oh, ben, you're the biggest supporter, Ben. Yeah, after last week's event, they can tell that I'm their biggest supporter. No, honestly, what do you think? Can it get worse for, for Parramatta? Yeah, look... It'll get better this week, but it'll get worse the week after and the week after that. So you still think they can win it this week against the Cowboys? Yeah. They've got a slight chance. I don't think that they could win it because their most important player in that forward pack is missing. And that is? Ryan Madison. How long is he out for? Two weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. You can't negotiate it, man. Two to three weeks. You can be his lawyer, Ben, if you want. I mean, I think there's, there's an opening up there. Is there? You can do a cleary. <laughs> I'll try um, it. Maybe next year. Uh, the media has been banging on about Brad Arthur's position and how it's under threat. You know, Hooper's already replaced him in his mind. Um, with who? It's replaced him with about four other coaches, including Freddie. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like Freddie would go back to club footy, honestly. But well, he has said he wants to, but I don't. I don't think he'll go to Parramatta if he wants to. Doesn't suit. I think he just in general doesn't suit Freddie. Like, just it's too stressful. He's not a stressful bloke. Is you know what I mean? He's a very yeah. cool, calm, collected bloke. Sure. And you know, he's already been around with the Roosters about a decade ago, and he had a good run, and then it ended pretty poor. So I don't know. I just don't see it happening. And maybe he wants to join his best mate, um, but, Joey uh, Arrow. I'd probably hire him. I don't think, you know. Maybe Paris has seen um, how good he got Mitchell Moses in the Lebanon side. They're thinking, I'll hire this guy and he can get the best out of uh, Mitchell Moses. Well, I think it's come, like, we're talking about everything's coming to a head. The contracts, uh, Brad Arthur's position, everything like. If they they don't get to the prelim finals, which we think is a pass for Parramatta this season, especially with how they are right now, if they don't get there, do you see any cha- Like, do you see a legit chance that big changes are coming? I think. Well, Brad Arthur's still got one more year left on his contract, and I think next year's going to be a, a very challenging year for the club as a whole. They've got a lot of star players coming off contract, um, a coach coming off contract. So, as a club, they probably want to pounce on that very early and make their decision on what they're going to do because you don't want uncertainty at the club. You want to make sure that if you're going to recruit new players to the club, they know who they're playing for. We've seen it at previous clubs where, you know, a, a guy signs for one coach but then plays for another coach and just doesn't really work out because that's not what they signed up for. I think it's best that they get on top of that nice and early. And I think that, that he'll, he'll be there next year for sure. But if in Paramount's best interest to go on top of everything before the season sort of kicks off, I think. What do you reckon, Ben? You reckon he's gone? If they don't make the He's prelim? Um, look, they might not make the prelim, but even if they did, they won't re-sign him after his contract ends at the end of next year. Who do you, who do you think should replace him then? Anyone else. 
Okay. Shane Flanagan. You can't say that. Shane Flanagan. Yeah. What about his history? Good coach, really good coach, premiership winning coach, but he's got bad history. No, who cares? You need corruption in the game. <laughs> no, no. You'll go very far in the game. <laughs> they're in such a weird like position because they make they've been making finals every year. So really like I mean, look at look at our club. We wish we were making finals every year. We're dying to get in. Yeah, there. we would, but it's just annoying in the like what if you're a Parramatta fan and your team is doing what they're doing, like just be very annoying. Like you have such a good start, you get so hot for the season, you're competing in games, you're winning games and then come to the business end and then you just start to struggle and I'd rather be coming last to be honest. Mm. At least you know where you stand. <laughs> for the best bet for Brad Arthur is to change or overhaul all the roster, not fully, but, you know, a lot of new voices, they've heard enough from him. It looks like it. they're not responding to him. And, you know, yeah, but who would you overhaul? I mean, again, you've got big players coming off contract. Big, But they're important players too. Okay, important players, but you're not going to keep them all, right? So if he's serious about staying at Parramatta and trying to win a premiership, you know, he needs to start making a few changes. He can't be doing the same thing. Doesn't work. It's not working. And if and I don't know if he's yeah. willing to do that. I don't think he's that kind of coach. You know, he's just very astute. You know, he just wants to focus on the footy on the field. He just wants to get. You know what I mean? He just wants everyone to work their ass off and, and get the best out of them. But there comes to a point where you got the best out of everyone. Do you have another gear in you? It's not really necessarily just the players. You as a coach got to have another gear. Have something else other than being a disciplinarian. You know what I mean? I wasn't happy with how he. Um, I mean, look, look at, but look at Mo- up to the press conference uh, after the game. But he, he's probably just over if, it. If I was a para fan, I'd be disappointed that he didn't uh, spend time with the media answering questions. But the media is not going to make a difference. Like the, if he, he doesn't want to questions. answer questions. Like he doesn't have yeah, to but, answer questions. What like what he says to the media and what he says to his players are two different things. He's not going to tell the media what he wants to tell his players. It's none of their business. He just has to do media because it's part of his job and his commitment. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to sit back and talk to the media for the sake of the media just so they can write articles on him. No way. No way. They want something out of him. But he's like Michael Maguire to me in a sense, you know, what we've seen, you know, behind the scenes with that Tigers documentary. He's just, he's willing his players. He he, he doesn't have much more than, you know, that, that disciplinarian side to him. I don't see like a, he's not charismatic. I don't see him like a storyteller. I don't see something different about him like a Wayne Bennett has or a like Des Aslaz. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think he's just I I don't think he can get any more out of this team. He's done. Like unfortunately that's his limit in my my point of view, but it's not only his fault. The players they just don't respond no more. That's what it looks like to me. And I think Parra don't have a lot of money to sack their coach and pay him out. So I reckon they'll they'll Allow him to write out his contract. Hey, if they don't re-sign him, he won't stay the whole year next year, but no way. Like, why would you? Where's he going to go? I'm just going to take a... Why would you stay at a club if they don't re-sign you? Especially someone that's been there for eight years. Yeah, but he's been in the same job for eight years. He's done nothing in those eight years. Okay, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is you're saying that he'll write out the contract. He won't write out the contract. If they don't re-sign him in the off-season... Or they tell him, hey, we're not going to re-sign you. He's not staying. I honestly don't think he's staying. Who are they going to bring in last minute to replace him? It's not about last minute. It's about what they, they plan in the next five to ten years. So Parramatta's got to be planning that far now. Because unless I said a miracle happens, which is very unlikely, it's so far off the pace, they can't just stand around and go, shit, we've got to re-sign every single player again. That's, it's just not going to happen. There's no way it happens. 
I get what you're saying. It's like he's putting in a year's worth of work for nothing. Unless he's going all out for that premiership and it's, you know, everyone's on board and everything, but that's very rare to see in this day and age. Yeah, but then again, the Eels can come out and say to him, <laughs> we're going to assess the way you are at the midway of the year and if you're met what we want, and then we might look at it again in round 20 and then if we are where we want you to be, We'll, we'll re-sign you. Players that are off contract want to know who's coaching in the future, right? So they want that That's issue right. resolved. Yeah, yeah. So if they're going to wait till mid-year, a lot of those off-contract players are going to go somewhere else. Well, I can't wait. That's right, yeah. yeah. They're not going to wait around to see if maybe Brad Arthur's going to stay. You know, and a few of those players yeah. love Brad Arthur. So, uh, look, I don't know. It's yeah, very... they, have to, they have to make the decision pretty quick. That's what I mean. You know, like in a... In a perfect world you'd wait till mid-year but the caliber of players off contract and the situation they're in it's just it's very yeah yeah they're either gonna yeah they either drop all the way back from here or they go to the top um but yeah Yeah. we have to wait and see maybe a miracle happens who knows who knows man let's hope for a miracle (laughs) what so you want power to win well for brad arthur's sake yeah you slandered him last week. Well, you don't want to see someone lose his job. Nah, you feel bad for the cunt. For the what? Oh, you feel bad for the guy. What's gotten into you, man? What's wrong with you? Uh, nothing, nothing. You sure? Did, has the COVID jab done something to you in the last week? What's going on, man? No, the arm's like, uh, it's been rested. Still numb. Um, anyway, moving on uh, Let's talk about Tom Trebojevic uh, Rip Parramatta last week um, Unbelievable game 56 to 10 What a game And uh, obviously copped that uh, cheekbone injury Is that right? Yeah, who hit him? I think Saab Was it Saab? Was it just an accident? Yeah. yeah Yeah. Oh, fair enough So what did they say in the end? There wasn't a, they thought it was a fracture maybe But it's, it's just a bruised or... Yeah, they thought it was a fractured cheekbone, but then it wasn't as bad. And they said it could be one to two weeks on the sidelines. But then he's gone up to Des and said, oh, I want to play. So I think they got Canberra this week and then the Dogs next week. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. He's named to the play, but whether he plays or not, it's a different story, I guess. Here's how you team manage Tom Turbo. You start him and then you take him off once you've, like, Got in the lead in both these games because they're two easy games coming up. So take the. Canberra's tell him, not easy. Tell him, give us a. Oh, Canberra's easy against Manly. If he gets them 36 points uh, up uh, at half time, you'll just sit him on the bench. Canberra lost to Melbourne by eight points. points yeah, but Canberra has one good week and one joy. I honestly think they should sit him out. I don't, I don't understand. I know the top four's on, on the line here, but Parramatta look unlikely to get that. Roosters lost Radley. I think I think you should rest him for one or two weeks. Honestly, at least one week. You know, what if you lose him? Next, what if you lose him this yeah. week for the rest of the season? There goes the premiership opportunity again. No, they can definitely rest him for two weeks. Really, if they want, he doesn't have to play another game this year because their their next three games aren't really too tough compared mm. to the rest. Yeah, why they've got Canberra Bulldogs and who else? Cowboys. Yeah, easy. They should rest him for all three games. You reckon? But I reckon Des will play against. He'll name him for all three. And then in the last minute, an hour and a half before the game, when he needs to hand in 
the team sheet and pull him out. No, no, he's playing. No, he's playing. <laughs> it could be. It could happen. Des is known to do this kind of shit. No, no, it's true that Des does pull this kind of shit. But I think Tom's probably gone to him and said, "Damn, man, you better not leave me off." He's that kind of player, man. It's it's dumb. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's, like, I think it's dumb, but if he feels all right, well, who am I to tell him not to play? I just think it's a, you know, you've seen it two yeah. years ago. It was a risk. Uh, last year, did he get any games in? Last year, he got a few games in. Yeah, and got injured in all three. Yeah, not many. You know, he's just, he's the reason why they're premiership chance. I just don't understand why he'd risk it. But uh, good luck to him. Yeah, maybe he feels that like his body's doing good. Yeah, I think I think we've seen an improvement in that. I think he's he's, I think he's just growing up, bro. He's such a bit like a big boy, and it, what what is he? Twenty four now. He's, he's got twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, he has, he's got an awkward shape, bro. He's a tall, lanky lad. He's probably growing into his body. That's just with the injuries, like Teddy. You know, when he had those two, three reconstructions in his knees early in the in his career, came out of them. Yeah. Came the best fullback or best player in the game, to be honest. So, but you know, if they lose him, they're done. That's the, that's the truth. Even if they got into the four, for me. Yeah, 100%. He's such a big influence in that team. And I don't think Manly have what Penrith and Melbourne and South have, where it's quality all across the park. Mm. Um, you know, so they really need him there to sort of strengthen their chances. Yep. They need him there in the finals. They don't need him now. I reckon if they just try different fullbacks, I reckon play Dylan Walker at fullback, he'll do the job. Looks a bit slow, man, to be honest with you. But He's put on weight. Yeah. He struggled to get to the line the other, the other week. Was it last week? Yeah, last week. The... You try to fire out, bro. You got to get jumps in, man. got to relax. All right, boys. Uh, let's take a break and come back. The following announcement has been paid for by Body Envy Massage. So we uh, do massages all over Sydney. We're mobile. We come straight directly to you. We take bookings over DMs and um, text message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We've also got a website, bodyenvymassage.com.au. On Insta, it's bodyenvymassage. Facebook, it's bodyenvymassage17. We're mobile all over Sydney, so we travel to the north, to the east. Sydney's number one. Sydney's number Sydney's one. Sydney's number one. You can't get better than this guy. All right, we're back. It's that time of week. You know, where we Wait, um, yep. can I do one thing before we go to my game? Do whatever you want, bro. Congratulations on your retirement and good luck in retirement, Jimmy Maloney. James Maloney was the first player I massaged starting out in the NRL, so congratulations, mate. And enjoy your last year at France. Shout out to James yeah. Maloney. Yeah, great player. Very underrated to me. You know, probably one of the most important players of the last decade. Look at the teams he went to and, and the success he's had. Uh, Warriors, grand finalists, Roosters Premiership, Sharks Premiership, Panthers uh, took him to the finals. So, you know, he, he's been really a really important player in the NRL. All right, let's play the game, man. Who he play for? That time again. Do I have to explain the rules again? Can we do it since I've been getting low scores? You want me to explain the rules again? Yeah. yeah. Who do we play for? I tell you a player and you tell me who does he play for. That's it. Ah, uh, sweet. Who mm. he play for. Are you, are you ready this week? Yeah. You've been I've done my research. Okay, you've done your research. All right. Cue the music. All right. First player, Sam McIntyre. Who he play for? 
Come on, man. The Zoom's running out. Gold Coast Titans. Ding, ding, ding. He's on, he's on fire. One from one. One from one. Uh, that's a record. Great start there for Ben. But he was at West Tigers. Uh, look, I, I, once again, I'm just going to reiterate this every single... I don't want to hear his life story, his career. Oh, we don't care. We appreciate it, but we don't, we don't care. All right? You got it right. Remember last week you said what's-his-name was a winger? You know what I mean? There's no need for it. Um, next player, Marion Seve. Who he play for? Marion Seve. Um, St. George? Ah, unlucky there. Melbourne Storm. That's what Melbourne Storm. All right, next player, Elijah Anderson. Who he play for? Elijah um, Anderson. The Broncos? Nah. So close. The Canberra Raiders. You're only 10,000 Ks uh, away there. Next player, Jeremiah Nanai. Who he play for? North Queensland Cowboys. Ding! Uh, wow, what a guess. Unbelievable. I didn't know that one. <laughs> we know. No one knew that one. We knew, we knew, we knew that. Now someone, you guys straight to North Queensland Cowboys for some bloody reason. But, man, that's funny. Uh, two from four, Ben. All right, this is your chance to pass the game finally for the first time. You ready? Yeah. All right. Selwyn Cobbo. Who he play for? Selwyn Cobbo. You're like I've heard that name before. I'm not giving you any hints. Ten seconds. Um. The Newcastle Knights. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, no, close. Like Brisbane Broncos. Ah, oh, you were halfway up. Did you watch the game last week? That's where I heard the name before. Uh, unlucky, um, Ben. Uh, unlucky, Ben. Thanks. That was close. You almost got it. Right. Two from five. I mean, we're well, gonna keep pl- like, we're gonna keep playing this till you pass. You know that. Yeah, that's three weeks in a row. That I get two from five. I think sit down with the research guru who could help you. <laughs> Maybe analyze teamless Tuesdays. I mean, there's the hint teamless for you. Tuesdays. There's Easy. the hint for you. I'll do that next week. Yeah, next week I'm gonna give you Queensland Cup players. All right, boys. Um. Um, apparently, the Bulldogs have signed the Queensland Cup player. Oh, yeah? Here's one rumour. Who is it? Can you tell uh, us? I forgot his name. <laughs> the only rumour we've had for five weeks, and you can't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this rumour I learned from someone I work with. So you expect me to look it up? What is... Uh, uh, that's it. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, thanks, boys. Thanks, Ben. Good luck. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Jake. Enjoy the party, eh? 
All right. Take care, everyone. Take care. See you.